everyone. I'm Lydia. And I'm Dina. And welcome back to Retweet Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us this week. And we have an extremely special guest. Introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Emmanuel. <laughs> Don't say your last name. This no, time. I saved it. I was in my mind the whole time. Yeah, um, yeah so Emmanuel is an artist um, based in London and like, grew up in London just like Lydia and I. Um, and yeah, we just wanted to have him on because we both are fans of his music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we just wanted to ask you a couple questions kind of about your background in singing. Um, so when exactly did you start singing? Um, and then before that, was it always singing or was it rapping? Was <clears> it these <throat> like different instruments? I think I've always, I think I've always sang and been a fan of music. And when I would hear like good R&B and good songs, like at a very young age, I would always try to mimic the sound. But I think I really got into singing like from seeing my sister. My sister always sang and she was always in choirs and she was always doing music and she was always in plays. And you would always see people's reactions to her. Like if you would go see that stuff, you'd always see people's reactions to her being on stage and how and how amazing she was. And I think I like, I think I really envied that. And I saw that as a way to garner like, you know what I mean? As, a, as like a, a means to like happiness mm-hmm. as a child. And so I think that's where I really like first started like taking music seriously and taking like how I sounded seriously. Mm-hmm. And then I think I just, I just like a practice p- make perfect situation from there. Mm-hmm. So from the beginning, it was mm-hmm. singing. From the beginning, yeah, always. But like I, I th- the first time I ever recorded music was rap. Because yeah. I rapped as well too. Yeah. <laughs> like the first time I ever recorded ever was uh, it was a, a it was called MoFat Records. It was like a bunch of super young kids. We were like ranged from like grade six, seven, eight, and we just like recorded in a friend's basement who like downloaded a downloaded a recording, like a like an audio program. I think it was like Adobe Audition from back in the day, and yeah. We just like went wild. We would download beats. YouTube was huge for that because like when yeah. YouTube first dropped, like we downloaded beats from them and yeah, we got it. Pop- like we had a we had a small following at different high schools. What? Mainly MTS because a lot of them went to MTS. Wait, this is grade eight. This is like no. Uh, this is like yeah. MTS so, for those of you who are in London, that's a high school. That's a high school. Yeah. Yeah. So then it must have been. So then it must have been like ranging from like because I wasn't in high school. I remember. So mm-hmm. like maybe like eight and they might have been in like grade nine okay. maybe ten you know history you know the past but yeah, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah we had a small following at these high schools yeah yeah but that was the first time i ever really recorded music yeah and so what were like the raps about <sighs> we were really just like rap capping we were just like you know we were was really this like was it because people it wasn't usually disses. do this it was just like it was super like we would just we would try to copy I think we really just wanted to copy like the the sound and like what we heard when we would hear music that was yeah. like super popular. So we would talk about a lot of gang gang stuff, <laughs> a lot of a lot of stuff we weren't really doing. You never loved it, but you're like yeah. Yeah. a lot of drug stuff. Yeah, yeah. Me. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really okay. Close to it. yeah, I was like, <laughs> I came up for the burp. No, that's okay. That's a really good point that yeah. you made though. The whole emulating thing. Um, I hope yeah. to get this like get deeper into this through the podcast mm-hmm. but that's a big point because i think a lot of people are confused between the difference of imitating because any mm-hmm. artist point blank period in the beginning mm-hmm. you don't really know how to move like you know when you're a kid and you're trying to learn how to speak yeah. what do you do you don't know what mom and we dad mean you just copy so what we see yeah exactly so there's a huge problem with like plagiarism obviously i'm not saying that you plagiarize with your group mm-hmm. but that's but definitely did. a huge problem <laughs> that's definitely a huge problem with artists that um yeah we're gonna ask about 
that with you later on. Uh-huh. Um, so after that rap group, you started doing like kind of what you're doing now, like as far as like R&B, more soul music. I think uh, for a while there was there was a small portion of high school where I st- like early early on in high school, like after that, like we're like in grade nine and ten, I, I stopped making music entirely. And then I think later in high school, when I started like just trying to like when I, I guess when I first started thinking what I really wanted to do or who I wanted to be when I was older, it sprung up again as like I wanted to do I wanted to do rap and I want I mean I wanted to <laughs> <laughs> no you wanted to do so I wanted to do R&B, music yeah. I wanted to do music just in general and I think that really like you know that was really huge yeah. And so why did you stop? Like, did you stop because you were distracted in different ways? Did you feel like maybe music wasn't your medium? Because there's definitely that time of exploration, right? Where you're mm-hmm. like, is this for me? Like, I don't really know. Certain things are hobbies. Certain things are careers. Mm-hmm. I like, where, like is, is there a time where it became, like, I guess like more serious? Me? Like, no, like, I knew this is what yeah, I wanted like to when do did for you sure. S- when did you start taking your music career more seriously and as, like, Something that you wanted to wholeheartedly pursue. Yeah, and I think then, it began. It, it began in my later years in high school, like when I was telling you. Yeah. Those times, like I just started thinking about what I wanted to do, and I realized that music was like something that I really, I really cared about, and I felt like it was gonna be, it was gonna be the medium to my success, and like how I was gonna, how I was gonna take what I feel, you know, like in my heart about the world whether it be like and any politics like mm-hmm. how i view friendship how i view love how i view anything and just like the way that i was going to speak that into the world because i felt like some things need to be said mm-hmm. in a special way was music so mm-hmm. i think in those times that's when i really was like you know i saw the way that some people i saw the way that certain artists had affected my life for being like ranging, that was a time. I think like around like Frank Ocean times, like when Frank Ocean first dropped, I was like, wow, like somebody can be, somebody can be that real. Somebody can, somebody can have that much passion and have mm-hmm. so much love into their music. Where really, like when you hear the music, you really get into such a deep, like therapeutic vibe. Like it's like you know, mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to do that through music. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, who are you listening other than Frank Ocean during that time? <clears throat> I was listening to a lot of people. I think like I like during those times I was listening to a lot of Wale, a lot of Kid Cudi, mm. a lot of those people. There was a lot. There was there was a certain people, and then there was also like just like the mainstream songs that were happening in the game. That was like the big like you know, the weekend. The weekend was late high school. Yeah, that was that was early weekend though. I su- yeah. I, felt, I I love the weekend back in the day. Yeah. Like the morning is a huge song. Yeah. For me, that's my song. Like House of Balloons. House of Balloons. Like the whole that whole EP is amazing. Yeah. yeah. And do you feel yeah. like it had a huge impact on you, like it being the first Hubbisha guy to like really have made huge. it? That yeah. Was, like I remember seeing him ha- being like, "This is crazy! Like this is." I the was flabbered. Like I was blown away because I think yeah, it happened like grade eleven, grade twelve. Yeah, like, and he came out, and then I heard the song before I found out he was Habesha. Yeah. And then somebody was like, yo, that guy's Ethiopian. And I was like, Ethiopian? This guy's the man. <laughs> yeah. And I love his music. Like, it wasn't even, it was, like, organic. Like, I didn't hear he was Habesha and then force myself to, like, ride a wave, like, you know, or jump on a bandwagon just because he was Habesha. But he was making, like, music that I liked, so it was good. That was super big, too. And he's from Canada. He was from two hours away, too. So it made it very, like, apparent that, like, there was a way for somebody to do it, you know? Yeah. Coming from the same, coming from 
virtually indistinguishable circumstances. I could mm-hmm. move to Toronto very simply, or like you know what I mean. Like we're just in the same. Yeah, for sure. We're just from the, we're just on this side of the of the border. We're not in America, you know. Yeah. There was there was always like there was always exceptions, but like to, for an Ethiopian man, like an, a young Ethiopian guy, it's like you know. Yeah. That's huge. And especially coming out of Canada, like now, obviously there's a lot more Canadian artists that are like popping off, mm. but I feel like. At that time, like yeah, at the time there wasn't like that Drake many. really did pave the way. <laughs> like he no, did. he did, he, really he did. did. He's been yeah. he's been working a lot of years, a lot of years, a lot of Drake be like jokes, a lot of yeah. He was a meme for a while before. A he while loves before being a meme. Shit. He 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 used it the it's best. Brand, yeah, it was Machiavellian how he used this shit. <laughs> it was fucked up. Yeah, that guy's smart as fuck. Very. That guy's very. connected or something. I don't know how he did it. Yeah. So he funny. did it. But yeah, no, so you talked about kind of how you took singing seriously. So where did that transition of, okay, so now I'm taking it seriously, and now I'm, like, literally an artist? Or were was the identification of an artist? I think when you start, like, to, like, consider yourself an artist, like, you know, where you could, like, have confidence in that term mm-hmm. is when you have, like, when you've been doing it for a long time. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. If you have artists, if you have aspirations to be an artist and you have a talent, you know what I mean? You can call yourself an artist, yes, but you know what I mean? Like, if you really, like, if you really, like... If you really dive into it, mm-hmm. if you really sacrifice, if you really only want to pursue this thing, if like you know what I mean, you have to it, to really love art is to become you know what I mean. Completely I totally know what you mean. I got yeah, yeah. I got asked this question, and um, <clears throat> I truly believe you know you're an artist if you can't live without it. Like yeah. your mental health, like your that's a huge, literal you biological yeah. being starts to cripple because mm-hmm. I've seen people who you know are biology majors, like no shade, but like you know third year and they're like, let me just like take photos mm-hmm. as a side thing, and then yeah. that's cool and like maybe your photos yeah. are cool, uh, but you don't really care. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like you're like you yeah. could do this, but like really you just want to get your biology degree and you're done. Yeah. Whereas there are some people who are pulling their hair, can't even pass their first year classes because they just all they want to do is make music. Yeah. And, you know, they yeah. have to go to class, but, like, you know, it's, like, their, bi- all, like, their biological path is getting mm-hmm. fucked up yeah. because they can't yeah. do what they're meant to do on this mm. earth. Yeah, and there's, like... I feel like that's huge. Yeah, and there's, like, a huge... There's a lot of weight that comes with the term artist, and I feel like that's why it's hard for people to call themselves that. Because even mm-hmm. with you, Lydia, like, I remember having this conversation with you, and yeah. I was like, Lydia, like, you're creative. Like, you're an artist. Yeah. And, and I've had this conversation with Ben, too. Ben is, like, one of my friends that writes poetry. And... I'm like, yeah, like, you're an artist. And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm like, dude, you literally write poetry, like, every day. Like, how is that, how are you mm-hmm. not an artist? Mm-hmm. And there was something about that label that, like, he didn't take upon himself. I think it was just, I think it's a reflection of, like, what he thinks of his own art. Mm. I think sometimes because it can be if you're also insecure. Also, people don't want to get boxed in with a bunch of other people that they don't, like, you know? Sometimes it comes from great hubris. That somebody's like, don't even call me an artist. I'm something. I'm something, I'm something else. else. <laughs> like a comedy. Like, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. In a thousand years, you're gonna yeah. look back at me. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna be like Socrates. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. Like they yeah. think that they're huge. No, now I totally get what you're saying. I think that now I would label myself as such, but I think that it's hard in the beginning because. Um, like it comes with a lot of confidence to label yourself as an yeah. artist because it comes with a lot of judgment when yeah. you say you're an artist. So I know a lot of people get 
or a lot of artists get a lot of heat for being called like labeling themselves as such mm -hmm. and then they can come off as pretentious right like the pretentious artist yeah. that's just like a common yeah, yeah, yeah. uh but that's archetype. a real thing like, it is a real thing but it's you like you can get caught up in that so easily no it's true but the only it's reason why i topic yeah the only reason why i think that comes up though is because when you're constantly getting slandered you need to have thicker skin like you do being an artist i've said this a million times oftentimes gets the label of being this lazy person that doesn't want to like participate in real work they don't want to participate in like what mm -hmm. society and caps like capitalism has to offer but the truth is is like it's a lot of emotional labor being an artist yeah it is and yeah. i feel like at the end of the day like people can't live the world can't live without art like i feel like it fuels so much of what you're i feel like it's a really ignorant statement to make if, mm -hmm. like if you're ignoring how art has affected history yeah and how powerful it is and how much it's like the biggest catalyst to like certain types of change in a society or you know what i mean like it's yeah just like it sustains yeah you know what i mean people watch art and they and they're like you know they're given a different perspective on something that they would have like you know yeah for sure it's just it's just a great i feel like it's just a great thing that exists yeah. in the world that it's just an ignorant statement to make yeah yeah no i think like even no like talking about like um some people how it's very difficult for them to like put that label of artist on them but then some people are like so easy they're like yeah i'm a rapper it's like i feel like you're yeah. almost disrespectful yeah. to like whatever this craft is yeah because you think that it's so easy mm -hmm. and that like it's like you don't understand mm -hmm. and i don't know no i totally I get, like that. get that get that like gets gate, rewarded that in our society like, there's a lot of people that i feel like are just like you're not they're not artists. They're just entertainers. But they come like their their label is a rapper or an artist. Yeah. Yeah. And like the world rewards that like sort of like mockery. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know but what that, that comes okay? from. I, I don't think it's okay. But I think it's always existed. And I think what happens when when there's a lot of that going on, what I think is happening right now is a lot of real art is like bubbling up from like hmm. the, like all of the bullshit that's going on. And I think throughout history you can see that good art you know comes at a time like all renaissance this was like all renaissances that have like ever happened in the world of art i feel like there would have been a lot there there has to have been a lot of people a lot of people just faking and then just like those people that really loved and like revolution like revolutionalized <laughs> revolutionalized art those people came up within the thick of that you know yeah yeah no and that's why it's hard because when we talk about this idea of like emulating but also plagiarism because yeah. i know for a very long time um i won't even like talk about like street like instagram photographers even when we look at like a lot of girls are doing what petra collins is doing right like a lot of girls are just doing the same shit like a lot of girls are just taking a picture of like a bloody tampon in front of like a <laughs> glittery like a glittery backdrop and making it like hazy gazy and like that's what the whole point is right mm -hmm. it's this constant like female gaze like very specifically like petra collins rookie mag-esque thing mm -hmm. um and a lot of people are mad about it because they're like, this is the same shit. We've seen it all before. But it's like, they had to start somewhere, right? Like, you have to imitate to get Who's to the Petra group. Collins? You know Collins? Petra Collins? You Petra don't know Petra Collins? Collins? She's like no. the photographer of our generation. Like, yeah. She's like the photographer. She's yeah, like, she does Gucci. She's from Toronto. Oh, shit. She's yeah. big. Even she's I know her. And I'm not even like a... I'm not a big photographer. I'm not like... I like follow some photographers that I see... Yeah. When I when I see their pictures on my on my TL <laughs> on my timeline, yeah, your timeline, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I see what you mean though. But yeah, like she, 
So there's that line where it's like it's annoying because it's like you're just stealing her art. And her art comes from a place where it's her experiences, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Art isn't just about it looking good. Art isn't just about aesthetic. Mm-hmm. It's greater than that. Mm-hmm. You know, artists create a culture. Artists create a – like there's mm-hmm. politics involved. Art is political. I don't care That's if you're true. singing – I fucked your bitch, a. I fucked your yeah. bitch, oh, Like, there's a part of that <laughs> line that that can display it's the fact. It's derivative of some of your experience. It's, 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 yeah. But it's, it's also der- <laughs> no, but it's derivative. Yeah, yeah. No, it displays like misogyny. It displays like patriarchy. Maybe displays like you know everything about. Yeah, like songs. art is definitely reflective of the society, the time For that sure. we're in, exactly, and, sure. and everything like that. But then it's also reflect. I understand what you're saying. Like it's reflective of your experiences in its purest form. So like, how can you? be completely imitating someone else if mm-hmm. like it's supposed to be based on your experience i guess that that's i guess that that's very true but i feel like art is like really like sometimes it's just like really good artist theft like there's like a lot of times for singers in like i feel like the 60s and the 50s it was in, in the 40s it was just all covers of mm-hmm. older songs that's true, yeah. I feel like it's a yeah. fairly new thing for, for you to just be an artist who just makes all original everything. Yeah. Like all you everybody drive like derives some sort of inspiration, inspiration yeah. off of off of yeah. off of other art. Yeah. Especially now because art is mm-hmm. everywhere on the T L, like right. Oh for sure. Um even mm-hmm. like this could obviously be a whole different discussion, but even like certain people's like pictures of themselves, I'm like, yo, that's really good. Like you really did well <laughs> and like you edit it, you like took the yeah, like you took the time to edit it. Like you did the backdrop. You made sure everything was good. Like some people are really I've good. I've seen at good selfies. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like selfies. I that could sound like a really silly point, but I do think that's like really. Some people are really creative with it. I do <laughs> think that's a that's a straight up creative like a straight up creative bone that's being showed for sure. Yeah. So, so as an artist, like how is it? kind of trying to stay on track for yourself and being like, okay, this is my brand. I'm trying to make this art. I want to be uniquely, like, Emmanuel. But there's a lot of things being thrown at you. Like, I think even on, like, a visual point of view, a lot of things are being thrown at me. I can't imagine what it's like doing music because music is everywhere. People don't hang pictures or photos all the time. It really takes me to, like, get my phone and go on my tail to do that, like, mm-hmm. to, like, look at all these images mm-hmm. to compare myself with or, like, be inspired by. Mm-hmm. You, you step on an elevator, boom, you know? Music. Is yeah. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a hard one, so. What was the question? I <laughs> guess just, like, <laughs> uh, yeah, like, to repeat the question, just to clarify, uh, yeah. how do you specifically make sure you're either um, imitating or you're taking inspiration? Like, how do you draw the line for your own art, for your ability to create because you're obviously inspired by all the artists. I think that the line is doing it justice. Mm-hmm. Okay. And also, like, I feel like you can't just like, you, if it, it, there has to be, you have to make a baby with that, like whatever you were inspired by, it has to be like fifty you, fifty whatever you were inspired by, or whatever the the percentage may be. Mm. But like, you just have to put your all, like, you just have to put your everything into it. You have to really, I feel like, it has to really come from the heart, and you have to really love what you're doing. Mm-hmm. For for you to be able to distinguish, like. Somebody, I heard like I'm listening to a to an artist that I think like a lot of like I feel like he draws a lot of inspiration from a lot of things that I can hear very distinctively from in his voice. Hmm. But he's so good and he's bringing and I feel like it, he's 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 not singing about their their experiences, but he's like that's what he's like you know like that was his. That was what what his understanding of what sounding beautiful was. So, yeah, you know, yeah. he's trying to sound as beautiful as he knows to sound. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like it's like that's as honest as you can be as an artist, you know, to be inspired by another artist and then to and then for whatever is going like bubbling up inside of you to, to be given to the world. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, however sure. you know how to sound good, like, you know, or whatever you know that looks good, like, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, as yourself, as an artist, what, like, what type of culture do you want to create or what type of influence do you want to have on others, on, like, the music industry, on the culture of music, Big I guess? Big question. Yeah. But um, I think I want to affect... I want to affect a lot of the people that that think like me. Mm-hmm. Like I want to affect people's self self confidence in what they're doing, mm. in what they're doing in art. I want to empower people to be able to take those steps because if I'm able to be successful, it would be one of very few people successful from this general area so you have the ability to maybe empower people in that sense and also with the type of art that i make i i like just like a lot of transparency and where it comes from and what it's and and what it derives from Mm -hmm. i think i want like like you know i want to affect the culture when it comes to just being honest about like you know being honest about what's going on and like letting letting art be the conduit to a lot of social change and a lot of like you know what i mean mm-hmm. change in how we how we're able to experience growing up in situations like being an ethiopian growing up in a predominantly white like you know what i mean just mm-hmm. i want to affect like i want people to hear my story and hear the stories of the things that i sing about and the people that i sing about and i want them to be able to just like be affected how you're affected when you watch like a good movie, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. You so, want to like, you know? Sorry, go ahead. No, it's okay. Um, so, yeah, like to have that type <clears throat> of impact, obviously you're gonna have to put yourself in a very vulnerable state mm-hmm. because, like, as an artist in general, you're gonna have to be very honest with your experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like that affects you differently because you're creating music, but then you're also in this like small town basically mm-hmm. and so you kind of know a lot of the people that are going to be like consuming your your media mm-hmm. and stuff like that so do you mm-hmm. feel like that affects you in any way where like you have like as an artist you do have your personal business displayed in your art for sure i feel like that comes up as a fear because you want to stay private to a certain extent but i think mm-hmm. it's a sacrifice that you're trying to make when you when you want to be when you want to be when you want to be as effective in the world as I want to be. Mm-hmm. So I guess you just have to take the risk of that blowing up in your face when it comes to <clears throat> people that you know or may have not known creating scenarios and stuff like that. And yeah. trying to, like, you know, like, throw dirt at it. But I guess, like, you know, you just have to hope to God that you get you get the message through to enough people. Yeah. For it to really cause change and affect change and for there to still be a clear path that you're walking down. Yeah. Yeah, no. But that's definitely a real fear. Yeah, no, for sure. People, I mean, not that we're comparing our podcast to music by any (laughs) means. But um, no, there's been times where me and Dina, like, we're not telling stories on this podcast for just shits and giggles all the time. Like, you know, sometimes we're really trying to make a point about. Um, hardships that we've gone through and yeah. people just take this as like the shade room I think yeah. people the people really can be negative and do that but I think people know that listeners know that as well too yeah. so I feel like if there's a degree of honesty and there's a degree of like you know like you can like feel somebody's like if you just like people trust so if you, they choose to trust what they're hearing so I think if there's enough people that choose to trust what you're doing yeah. which I think happens yeah. If you have like, just like a general ethics like and like yeah. you know like you have dignity in the situation that you're doing. I feel like good fruit comes from good 
good fruit. And, like, it's a means to an end for us. Like, when yeah. we are sharing our own personal stories and everything, we know that, like, A, it's going to help us get our point across better, but then also, like, <clears throat> someone else could, res- like, resonate with that. And that's, like, the entire point of our podcast for is sure. for people to, like, look at their experiences mm-hmm. and look at things that they never thought affected them. Like, for mm-hmm. us to sit for an hour and talk about how we grew up ugly, like, like that's who? not just fun. Like That's, yeah. like, you're really, you know? like, digging. Like, you're really trying to unpack certain things and have yeah. a conversation about yeah. it, which I feel like people vibe with. Yeah. And just hearing about a podcast with that name, you're just like, you're, you're immediately like, oh shit, like, and, uh, yeah. everybody, everybody's glowed up uh, at some point. You. Yeah. Everybody grew up ugly at some yeah. point. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and like, that's the whole <clears throat> thing with art in general is relatability yeah. and being able to like see someone else going through what you're going through yeah. or, or, um, yeah, shit like that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that, you know, you're not alone in it. For sure. And art is just so important because humans like even though we're all unique yeah at the end of the day like we're all essentially going through the same shit like no matter how unique your situation is if you speak that into existence like i'm sure you've made a song and it's been about a very very specific hardship but someone else later is like oh my god i totally related to this yeah what i thought at that moment you know i thought it was just me yeah I, i wrote a song and initially i thought it was about like you know like the relationship between like me and like it was like a dear mama type song, like you know what I mean. Like, yeah. But like somebody was like, hey, it aff- that it affected how I hear my marriage, like you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, because it was just speaking about love and like yeah. you like being like a good man in general, like in certain. So I feel like people can draw a lot of parallels yeah. in a lot of. From I feel like that's one of the most beautiful things about art, is that it's almost plu perfect in the way that there's a lot of different ways that it's like wholly effective mm-hmm. yeah for sure one piece of art you know mm-hmm. and do you write most of your music or i i write all of my music okay amazing yeah. Wow. That's good. yeah so in the times where you are singing about certain hardships mm-hmm. do you ever come into conflict where it's hard to get over it because you create it into a, like a song where you kind of yeah, have to repeatedly sing it like, so an example is yeah. like me and dina maybe we'll talk about a hardship on a podcast but mm-hmm. the chances of me repeating that podcast multiple times is like very unlikely yeah you like, don't want to rekindle the, the I don't, uh, yeah like we talked about it in the context like we talked about it on the mental health podcast where there's these artists that create music about the darkest times in their life mm-hmm. and then they have to perform those songs for like a year yeah and with people like <laughs> yelling at them like that's so good and the weekend yeah. Like, I was really fucking depressed and, like, I was addicted to drugs when I wrote that. Yeah. But, like, so, like, even when you're out of the situation or, like, whatever, because, like, obviously the process of releasing music, it mm-hmm. takes a while. So For like sure. So, like, is it hard to, like, kind of have to relive your experiences mm-hmm. and dwell on things when, like, you made it into a song? I haven't toured yet. So, like, I feel like if you toured a song that yeah. was about something super dark, I feel like there's no way that you couldn't yeah. have been, that you can't be triggered. Yeah. So I feel like you have to have a really strong, like, you know. I always think that. Have you? You know, my bad. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. I always think that because have you ever been shown a song by someone that you <laughs> liked and then they fuck you up and then you just can't hear that fucking song again because you're like, oh my God, it makes you think of that one or person. Or like even yeah. like with music, it's like I can listen to this when I'm in this certain mood. But it doesn't matter what mood that person is in. They have yeah. to perform it no matter what. That's a fact. Because yeah. there's like there's music for different moods and like yeah. even if you're not sad, now you're sad. Like, But yeah. I think people are just like, they're just, they're just going ahead and capitalizing off of it. So like. Yeah, yeah. you're touring. You're making a lot of money on that tour as well too. So there's like there's like a give and take, and you're also, and I feel like you can sort of like you know, 
you can like you can chalk it up to I'm helping people. There's that that's probably a big one. I'm helping people with my pain. So even though I have to like sort of relive it, you could also think it's therapeutic too to be able to repeat it on stage yeah. and be like, oh, I can I'm over this. Like I'm just like I'm, singing yeah. about my past powerfully. Like I don't know. There's yeah. a lot of there's ways that I feel like you could get around that's it. That's true. But it wouldn't be easy. That's, that's true. for sure. And like also you can't just like quote like get over something and then like never think about it again. Oh, yeah, that's right. true. At the same time, that's because mm-hmm. it's like, did you really get over it? Because you're actually winning. Especially it. Yeah. if it's like some real cut deep, like something that cuts deep. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And so, yeah, you mentioned you never toured, even though, okay, so me and Dina went to your show, I think it was in the summer. Mm-hmm. June. It was in June. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she remembered. Remember. Dina remembered. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was in June, and I remember, so first of all, before the concert, like every concert, I need to look at your music because I need to make sure I know the lyrics. Mm-hmm. There's your music is nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. Like there's, yeah. the only thing I have is Pilgrim because I liked Pilgrim it way is, back when. Yeah, you can't even find it on YouTube. Yeah, sorry guys, if you mm-hmm. didn't like it when it was hot, <laughs> you're over. I had sober. to go through li- look at my liked videos and find it because yeah. it's like unlisted or something. Wow. Yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, we took it off the listed things. things yeah. yeah. So so one okay. Why one means, is that? Yeah. One why is that? And then two. It that's why it boggled my mind when I went to your show. I look around the room and at least half the people know lyrics and i'm like how are you guys <laughs> knowing the lyrics am i just not going to enough shows like how yeah we took it off the internet strategically i okay i figured because we were like we were doing we were negotiating a deal so they was they were like it wasn't enough that we hadn't been on we hadn't been online a long time and hadn't garnered enough of um like a platform online mm. for it to be something that was going to be a strong suit within the negotiations. We just wanted to come in quality of sound, everything and that be our strong, strong suit in the negotiation. So we took everything off, off of online and just vowed to like put it back on as soon as we drop our next project and just like have everything back on as well too. So that's still, that's still a thing. Okay. So uh, when is the music coming? Yeah. Well, we finished that deal. So so yeah, we we we're, we're, gonna have, we're gonna have access to uh, we're gonna have access to the budget to be able to finalize the project. We have the project like virtually complete. We just really want to like we just want to we just want to take where it's where it is right now and just kind of run it through a lot of like quality filters. Okay, mm-hmm. and will that be like some of like the stuff that you're performing at that show? Uh, or is that like different? I stuff? feel like a couple of those songs might make the project, but. Every week we say that the project is done, we make another song that we think is going to go on the project. So the face of the project, like when it comes out, is going to be definitely different than where it's at right now. So oh, yeah. hopefully some of those songs are going to make it. Because I like some of those songs. Yeah, no, they're oh, really I good. Like all I just didn't know why. I didn't know lyrics, and I look like a fake fan. So how did everyone know the lyrics? I don't know. Did they, like, did they go to, do you have other shows well, that we didn't know about? No. Like, okay. It wasn't, it was to where, like, I didn't know why a lot of people like, knew Like, yeah, lyrics. I was like, Madison. Yeah, I just, like, was <laughs> trying, but I really didn't know. Yeah. There's some, yeah. some of those songs, like, that we did were, like, the songs that people knew. A, co- a lot of those people had been at shows a lot of, too. Like, a lot of those people followed us around like 
We had a lot of Toronto shows. They have shows. followers, guys. Let we me tell you. We Emmanuel, have a big squad. So Emma- we were at a Toronto show, and there was, like, a squad of, like, 15, 20 people that just, like, came from, from London. Aww. No, let me tell you, guys. Yeah. Emmanuel's humble, but um, at the show... <laughs> There were these two <laughs> girls that were going ape shit in the front. I don't know if they were off the Hennessy, but <laughs> they must have been off the no. Hennessy. No, anybody loved it. No, you know what was so funny? The funniest part was Emmanuel was singing, but he wasn't even looking at them. Like he was just, <laughs> he was just keep going. He was sweating, and his eyes were closed, and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yo, stage. The stage gets real hot. Yeah, yeah. you gotta close your eyes. You can't get the sweat in your eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you try to open your eyes, especially after the stream, it's like, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. I need a I need a towel a towel a R and B towel. Yeah. So if the people want to hear you, how can they listen to your music? You just gotta like you just gotta f- you, you have to follow and wait patiently at this point. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, you gotta be patient, y'all. You gotta There's be like patient because we don't know. We're gone? just like we're like we're 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 I feel like a seed that's been planted oh, in the fuck. ground and I'm just waiting for myself to grow and everybody's like, yo, I don't even know. I'm just waiting for photosynthesis to happen. Oh, you yeah. feel me? Yeah. See, no, but music should be out this year. Music should be out this year, one hundred percent. This year just started. He's gonna release in December. I know. It's like he's like, like well, he's he's not, not, twenty nineteen. Like, yeah. Yo, but honestly, <laughs> honestly, we just got put in a really blessed situation. Yeah. Where we get where we're gonna get to like we're gonna we're gonna get to talk to a lot of great people. So you say that have done great things in the industry yeah. and really get our music heard. And added onto by a really super high level of perf- like something like it, I feel like this is gonna really affect our music to where when we do drop music like you know what I mean it's gonna be a really special thing so I just hope that people have the ability to to bear with me. They will. They will <laughs> <be>. <laughs> yeah. No, but you say we. So who's we? Like it's you. The we is my is me, um, Ryan, who goes by Bedroom, and John. It's just three of you? It's just the three of us, yeah. What? So, so that's... What is... what? It, like, sorry. What does Bedroom do? Bedroom is a producer. Okay. And John... <laughs> John you said he's a guitarist. I'm like, okay. Yeah, John yeah, is a guitarist define, and define also does production as well. They they, they produce they produce beats together. Oh, and they sick. also do the mix in... John does the mixing and mastering. Okay, cool. So that's like your band, essentially, right? Your team, essentially, yeah. Yeah, because you guys aren't a band, it's right? Just, yeah, it's like you know, it's the it's my it's my it's our it's like a collaborative group almost, but but it's I'm, about I'm you. I'm a solo artist. But yeah. I just I just continue to work with these people. They're like kind Drake of like, in like forty. It's like Drake. <laughs> they're my forties. Yeah, Aww, yeah. They're my 40s, bro. And so under like you guys are all under HBM. Then it's just you three. There's no there's we're not under HBM. Is sort of just like a. It's sort of still just like a it's it's in its ID like idea phase, you know. <laughs> oh, okay. It's like a collective. I, wasn't I feel sure. like we wanna we we wanna make HBM into a collective. We all like HBM is like the brand that we feel like the, the umbrella that we fall under when we talk about what we want to do in the future and what we're doing right now. But I feel like it just hasn't been established mm-hmm. yet as like some sort of entity. Yeah, and so for the it two, like, uh, yeah. It's just I feel like it's just not developed mm. enough for me to like be able to define it clearly. Yeah. What it's gonna be, but we know what we want it to be. We have the logo. We have the brand. It's a great logo, by the way. Yeah. It's no. incorporated. It's, it's a, a cor- it's, it's a it's a company. I'm the CEO of of, of Happy Black Man. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. Happy Black Man. So for those yeah. of you who don't know, HBM is yeah your group. So I guess it's an established um, entity. Yeah, I'm reflecting like yeah. shit. Yeah, no, because I, I got a whole ass logo. 
I got a whole ass company set. Yeah, no, I wasn't sure if it was because I know it's not a band, obviously. Because when you go to a show, it's a manual, no. and then it's HBM presents no. a manual, etc. And then like the John so I would, would be on the yeah. guitar. I yeah. feel like we just want to make it our brand. Like it's, it's like our OVO. It's yeah, like so our, that's know? what I was gonna it's say. Like I was gonna say, is it your OVO? Is it you know? Yeah. yeah. And so why HBM? Why Happy Black Man? Because that's what I want to be. A happy black man. Like, I feel like that's where it came from. I just want to be. Yeah, Lydia, you're so corny. Yeah. I'm going to cry like, happy. <laughs> Guys, we're still sad about the we mental health episode we did with Fred here. Cause, being cause, happy. Like, that's the hardest thing ever. I know. Yeah. It's that's like, what we all but want. But it's, like it's like the large goal. Like, you know what I mean? Everyone so it's like, I feel like that's the, that's where, like, yeah. I feel like that's like, you know, if I could, con- if I could condense what I want to do in the future. If if you could condense it to a picture, it would be a picture of me happy in the future. So like just like a, that's a happy black man. Like like yeah. that's everything. Like you know. Yeah. The visuals at your concert, by the way, were amazing. Who did those? Matt DiCarlo. Ugh, Shout out Matt. Amazing. DiCarlo. No, I, I was so shit. impressed. I was like, yeah. this Wait, is like so great. Wait, like the video thing that played before? Yeah. Well, not just the video thing before. Sorry if you guys didn't go to the show. There was you missed out. You missed out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> make time. sure you guys follow Manuel for more updates. But there was a video, and there was also the graphics that you guys had at the end the with video, Happy Black Man, kind yeah. of the logo being spun around. Yeah, oh, yeah. The yeah, video yeah, yeah. was uh, Matt DiCarlo, and then we had like the the light show was done by uh, Mike, my manager Alex was 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 on audio and put really everything together and rented everything. So, yeah. So, those guys aren't HBM, though. Those guys would fall under, you know, they're HBM collaborators. There's nobody <laughs> that's been signed to HBM or, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's, like, it's really just like a, it's really just like a house yeah. that yeah. people come to to make art, like, you know, so. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. how was, what was the process of getting a manager? I just sort of started, when I started taking my music seriously, I would just, like, I vowed to be, like, outgoing and not be shy with my music and just sing wherever I go, sing at every studio I can sing at, do anything I can do, like, any stage I can get, get it. So, like, during that time of just, like, you know, just, like, grinding in that sense, I guess my manager hurt. He was, he was a, he was a, he was a producer at a studio that I recorded at. And then he super, he fell in love with the voice. He fell in love with what we were doing and offered to manage us, like, about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and amazing. So really, that has been, like, the he drove us to all of those shows that we that every time I reference, he's always, like, you know, spending way too much money on us and stuff. And, like, so like you cute. know, like, to, to make everything just happen. Like, you know, he puts out his, his everything into it, so... Yeah. No, for we're those lucky of you, to find this guy still. Yeah, no, mm. for those of you who don't know Emmanuel, like a lot of people love you very, very much. Like <laughs> a lot of people I was told recently that someone has an HBM tattoo that's not from HBM. Yeah. What? Like Mark Gabriel. Yeah. Schlark. Shout out Schlark Fabriel, Mark Gabriel. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's I was his, told his, his, So it's it's more than just the girls at the concert. Like you have like people really love you. Yeah, like, yeah. he's he's been a fan of my music for a long time since he he used to listen to music. He used to listen to MoFat records, like when I first oh, started. God. Like he, he yeah. knew, like those. You have times. a cult following, kind of. It's more There's than a couple. It's more than I have a very Gabriel. small cult. It's more than just Gabriel. Yeah, um, no, but, but yeah, but yeah, yeah. So he, so when we when we created HBM and when we like we like started like he would come around sometimes and like you know, he would come chop it up with us like a uh, here and there and then he was just like, yo, I'm gonna get a tattoo and like. On his birthday, like on his birthday, he went and got a, a, a happy black man tattoo. Guys, he got the logo tattooed on his arm. Huge! It's huge. 
<laughs> but yeah, it's, like you don't even have an ACM. Yeah, I don't even like, have it. But guys, yeah, people. Like super if someone gets me and Dina are thinking about doing stickers, if someone gets a retweet. Tattoo, <laughs> you're gonna get a sticker. You're gonna get a sticker. I swear to God, like that's crazy. We, that's crazy. You're not a true fan if you don't get a tattoo. If you don't get a tattoo, if you don't get a tattoo, why the fuck are you listening? Like, yeah. Yeah. we're not gonna get a tattoo. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 you are. I have my head like I'm. I'm hesitant. My mom still might fuck me up, but this yeah. guy went and got it. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? I yeah. fucks with him though. Yeah. He's, yeah. Definitely, man. But I, I appreciate people like that. You know, <laughs> yeah. they really, they really make you think what you're doing is surreal. Sometimes you're just like, wow, like I'm affecting. They all. believe in you, yeah. Yeah, you know, like they when love you. People, you. Like, yeah, mm-hmm, and so great. I think that's a huge part of success, right? Is like having people who believe in you, having people who are rooting for you. You know, when you look at artists now, like, um, you know, I think about, I love Amine guys. Like that's my guy, mm-hmm. and I really believe in Amine. Like I financially support Amine. I went to his concert, bought his sweater. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. it is what it is. That's yeah. what a fan is, right? That's what a true fan is. Somebody yeah. that really just like they, 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 they show out for you when not knowing you by by being affected by your art. Like it's like that's the connection. That's like the, yeah. you know. But then like fandom gets fucking crazy. Oh, some people get yeah. they they take it to a next level, and it and ends like, with. I relate because I used to be like that. You used One to direction. be a super fan? I had a One Direction stan phase. And oh, shit. It was... She had a Twitter account with like 3,000 followers. Three, it was 8,000. 8,000 followers. 8,000? You were a One Direction stan I was a standy. One Direction... St- like, this was when I was oh, in high school. Shit. I was a stan, but like, it was fun. Yeah. It's like, it's like a it's community. A community. It's yeah. Com- you learn and you, you were the one with 8,000 followers. You're a leader of I that community. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, was, yeah. I was a tastemaker. You were a tastemaker. Yeah. But, yeah, like, it was, fandoms are fucked. Like, even now, like, there is, like, huge fandoms for, like, random shit. Like, it's not really, like, boy, I don't know. Me and Dina are, like, we're out of the loop now. At this point of our lives, yeah, we, not, we don't know. Yeah, my life, I don't We don't know really. about boy bands. All yeah. I know is that there's this band called BTS that everyone raves that's, about. That's K-pop. If you, if you tweet anything bad about BTS, your account is basically going to get shut down because people are going to go crazy. The K-pop BTS? stands. Yeah. No, it's, it's a K-pop. Oh, sorry. Oh, K-pop, yeah. so that's Korean pop music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And but it's called BTS. The group yeah. is called BTS. It's, like, okay. a really big group. Yeah. And, yeah, they're they have they have like nuts. a beehive standy collection like they're, yeah they, they, okay. no or like Nicki Minaj's fan group or whatever really? whatever they're ever since I see a lot insane. of people talk I see a lot of people like I feel like she has yeah I could see, you- I could see her having that t- that type of fan group but just from being online. Maybe it's just I I like very biased blogs that I follow yeah and vlogs mm-hmm. and stuff like that so maybe I don't know or like even like. Paris Hilton, Paris like you know Hilton. how we watched the. Did you watch the? You watched the. Yeah, American meme. American meme. Yeah. yeah, I saw a clip. I saw the Netflix? Paris Hilton clip. No, I watched it. I. Saw- I- <laughs> I did ask parents of the no, clip. Like, she has people lying. that she has people that get tattoos of her too. No, yeah. I watched all of Netflix. Fam, low key. No, they edit her on pictures of Jesus. <laughs> yeah, she did. And yeah. they call themselves like like they change their last name it? to her name. I forget what they call them. Yeah, even just like Hilton. But like, it's like she has a religion. What do you have? To be a fan of her for, or like YouTubers. Well, that's like, the thing. YouTubers have a cult following, like David Dobrik. So this, yeah. So this actually goes to my next question because David I think Dobrik. that Paris Hilton, if you guys didn't watch American Meme, is like the blueprint for, for influencers, for influencers, yeah. socialites. Like she's famous just because she's Paris Hilton. Yeah, and she was the beginning of that, right? She was. That was the first like that that first show that they before had the Kardashians. And... It was Paris. Yo, it was. Yeah. yeah. And the flavor of love. You got to give it up to flavor flavor. <laughs> <laughs> you never saw. <laughs> no, no. The flavor. You don't know who Flavor Flav is. You, he's just. You see a rapper from the eighties. 
super funny character, okay. and he had a show called Flavor of Love, and it was like a, it was like, <laughs> like a, a dating it show. was like a bachelor type show. Yeah, and he was like, the oh. bachelor, you know? Okay. Yeah, they had a lot of different versions of Flavor. You ever heard of New York? Like the girl in New York? Oh man, <laughs> let me let me show. Oh, okay, but yeah, okay. but yeah, no, it was super funny. Yeah. It was a great show. Yeah. Did you search for? <laughs> the, uh, yeah, no, but what I was gonna say is like, now with a huge influence. Ever since that era of Paris Hilton, mm-hmm. everybody cares about who the person is. Influence, you know, people care about what musician is fucking who, right? Before mm-hmm. then, like, I mean, maybe there was some gossip, but as far as like, you know, no one gave a shit. I think I could be very wrong about this. But I don't think anybody really cared who, like, Jean-Michel Basquiat was fucking, right? Like, at that point... Jean-Michel what? They said that hella fast. Oh, sorry. Jean-Michel Basquiat? Jean-Michel Basquiat? Yeah. Oh, Basquiat. Yeah. Shout out Basquiat. She French. She French. She French. That was a hella quick one. Jean-Michel Basquiat? Before, like, or just any artist that, like, before the Paris Hilton stage is what I'm trying to explain more so, people didn't infiltrate in their real life, right? Like, it wasn't about the person. It was about the art they were making. I feel you. So, do you feel to create a cult following you have to present more of yourself rather than just your yes. music like it's very impressive like, to me that I the weekend like made people that- no but you have like a persona where you're more like mysterious like there's something about not putting a lot out there mm-hmm. as an artist like there's a mystique about it like even her in like the weekend or whatever Sia, she didn't Sia. show her face yeah. for like so long mm. the weekend same thing drake barely used to do interviews now he's mm. all up on his instagram story or whatever but like he used to be very like low-key so yeah there's something about like creating mystique as an artist definitely. i think okay so do you feel like i'm into that and i okay. definitely try to do that because i definitely and, and it's also and it's also just being generally introverted and i feel like it's better i feel like it's such a bother to like to to try to be so like to try to all constantly stay posting videos and having opinions and stuff on everything it kind of gets played out yeah your opinion gets played out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's the hardship, about, especially if you're, like, growing up being an artist. I mean, you don't even need to grow up to be an artist now for your words to be documented, right? Like, mm-hmm. you have a Twitter account. You got famous two years later. People are going to pull up your tweets from, yeah, like, 2011. Being like, it doesn't matter if you're famous. 2008, he said that he supports neo-Nazis. Yeah, what do we do? Like, yeah. Like, fuck, fucking everyone's up. getting canceled. Everybody's yeah. getting canceled, bro. And everybody should get canceled. You're a neo-Nazi. <laughs> Cancel yourself, but I'm yeah. just getting ready to get canceled. Yeah. Like, cancel wait, yourself. Don't <laughs> yourself near over. Cancel yourself. I'm dead. Okay, but there's people who... We have to cancel ourselves. Yeah, sometimes I have to cancel sometimes myself, I honestly. I have to cancel myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Sometimes You're I pull out the West African. Like. I'm not even Nigerian. I'm yeah. Ethiopian, but... Yeah. Nigerians just have Nigerians such. Nigerians are so funny. Their accents are the best. Oh, you feel yeah. like <laughs> they, call you, they just call you a goat all the time. Yeah, like, goat. Yeah. <laughs> you think yeah. you're hot? <laughs> yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. uh, going back okay. to the initial point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, with personalities and with people who are influencers that are both musicians and influencers, there's bad personalities, right? So, kind of going Definitely. back to what's more recent. R. Kelly, we talk about Kanye. Trump. Tr- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking dumb. Trump ain't an artist. Yeah, yeah. we're talking oh, about artists. Talking about artists. He had a show. Oh, the Apprentice. The Apprentice. Is that art? No. I bet if you ask Trump though if he was an artist, he'd say yes. Yeah. Oh God, that could say yes. But yeah, I wouldn't be able to explain how he is either. So yeah, I retract Trump, but. 
Yeah. So as far as like separating yeah. the artists from its art, we had a whole podcast on it, but just getting your brief example. Plug, be listen to the episode. Yeah. Separate be- an artist from their art. Because I'm going to bring it up. Yeah. One very controversial artist passed away recently, and then you posted about them. So I wanted to ask you about it. It's because when you talk about separating the artist from its art, Kanye oh, comes up, X? R. Kelly comes up, and X comes up. Oh, yeah. X. Mm. So where do you decide? I don't like this conversation that much, but <laughs> I don't like the X conversation because I feel like there's so He's much. So there's so much, but like his I PR, thought, I'm PR not even the not biggest. I'm not even like I'm not even like the biggest <laughs> X fan. I think just to like I think I was just like sad to see yeah somebody that was like somebody that was so successful, so young. Despite despite the clear wrong things that were going on in his life, yeah. for the things that he was convicted of, I won't speak on any any like ongoing investigations that weren't able to be completed or haven't been completed. But just in general, I was just sad to see the young man get murdered. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah. That's and I think true. I posted a I, I posted a picture. And I don't really post too much, so I think it. I think, I, but I feel. I feel like when I heard about the story, I felt like it just like saddened me a lot. You know, mm-hmm. I heard about both sides of the arguments, and I and I know about and I know about some of the things that like you know, that he had done in the past, and some of the things that he had talked about doing, and like those stories, like those things that you see where you just kind of get that vibe, where you're just like, oh, like you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, I just had. I was just like, I was just sad to see. Somebody with so much like potential. I feel like when you're alive, you have the ability to change. Mm-hmm. So I think it was just. I think it was just. A, I, I think it was just a sad situation, and I just wanted to give my condolences. But I didn't want to, like, you know what I mean. Like, it's sometimes by doing that, you can join a much larger conversation, which you must be aware of. But mm-hmm. I think, yeah. I think like it's that okay. Was, it was like I think it's okay to be saddened by his death, especially if you were someone that like listen to him a lot but mm-hmm. i think it's also okay to not be saddened by his death mm-hmm. because some up like some people weren't and like mm-hmm. i don't think you should like have to feign that like you can respect yeah the death of someone like a young person and not like without be glorifying them yeah, yeah, yeah but like yeah like i don't think like just because someone dies you, like you can't you can't just be like well like R.I.P. Mm-hmm. You were an angel, and, and he, he did had he had he hit, like his actions directly affected his the way that the way that people portrayed him. Like, yeah. you know what I mean. So, yeah, yeah. so like at at the end of the day, it's 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 you know, I feel like people just have to to take everything with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. So how like in general do you, do you separate the artist from its art, or do you feel like you know this person is i can wrongful. say something sounds good like r kelly you can be like yo i believe i can fly is like the craziest <laughs> song ever but yeah. i have to cancel it because fuck r kelly fuck r kelly he's sick oh, yeah. it makes me so sad but i have sick. to cancel that yeah <laughs> it's no, not like, right yeah the evidence is crazy yeah. he just did it right in front of all of us i saw the marriage certificate and the thing and like it's crazy how like everyone was so complicit and i saw this tweet and it was like why did no one speak up? And it's like, because then he would have started talking about them. Mm-hmm. And it's true. Yeah, there's fear. And there's there was, yeah. yeah, like, the guys that weren't speaking up, like, Jay-Z wasn't speaking up probably because Jay-Z he was, was 
in the room, probably doing some fucked up shit. Not the same, maybe not the same. We go as far, but at least he wasn't. You know, like if you're around the hip hop game, I look at the music game. It can be dirty. Okay, their age difference is like 11 years. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's like something large, really intense. Because that's what I remember when I was young, and I'm like, oh my god, Beyonce and Jay Z of 11 years. But it's always been a thing. It's always been a thing. If you're above the age of 20, it's not weird anymore. People try to say that, even though it still can be hella weird when you see it, and it's. I'm not, you know, condoning but it's like a lot of those situations. But it's like when you're 17, mm-hmm. like, that's fucked. Obviously, it's still kind of weird if you're, like, 21 and you're dating someone that's, like, 35. But at least it's legal. But at least it's, like, yeah, it's legal and, like, also you have more of, like, A little bit of a more... Like you not can sound more nine, think, but, yeah, yeah, you can think more critically about that. And, like, right now, if I started dating someone that was, like, 40, I wouldn't be, like... Like, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't, you wouldn't need to, like, look out for me because I know what I'm doing at this point. Yeah, for sure. But when you're, like, 17, that's just, like, you're still young, impressionable, mm. and easily taken advantage of, so. Definitely. And when you're 17, it's, like, cool for any older guy to yeah, like, and talk you're like, to you. Okay. You're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, yeah. I must be super sexy. Yeah. <laughs> no, but imagine being a Leah and having, like, this older artist that's, like, you know, fire. I would have been so like, into you know, it. you think, yeah. I would have been, yeah. That, so that R. Would... Kelly canceled. What about Kanye? that at least to more further information yeah. arrive because yeah, nigga, there's Kanye? no he hasn't commented on none of this. Because yeah. like Kanye, <laughs> I feel like Kanye is just going through a lot. But it's like also I think it's also you have to look at like the harm principle. If you're harming someone with your actions, like physically harm, like sexually abusing abusing someone physically that is some real someone. shit like that is some like you are really like you are it's not just like yeah. some sort of like kanye saying rants after like we loved you and we respected you now you're saying some some crazy yeah. out-of-pocket shit i feel like that's a little bit different than r kelly and not to say that his words aren't harmful his yeah, words, he your is words can be harmful and your platform is powerful but i think it's a i there's think it's just, i think it's just, i think there's levels to it and it's a staunchly yeah. different situation when this when this he's being accused of numerous uh, numbers on numbers on numbers of situations yeah where he's abusing women and also women who are underaged yeah yeah and t- like there's like yeah there's just like a lot there's there, there's a whole lot of of negatives yeah that you really can't ignore yeah. and there's a whole lot of evidence that you really can't ignore yeah but yeah i know and it's hard too because we live in such a generation where it's like everyone is fucking canceled. Like every rapper is doing shit. Everybody yeah. is canceled. Period. Everybody's doing fucked up shit. Yeah. If you're famous, like you know, it's it's like it's few and far between to find those people with just really high standing character or seemingly yeah. high standing character. Like we thought Bill Cosby had that until we found out. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? For like sure. so no, for sure. And I'm a big person where I believe like I never excuse anybody's behavior, especially if you're an adult. Like X is an adult, R. Kelly is an adult. These people are accountable for their actions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely see things on a social lens. So when we look at people like X, for example, and we look at people who are like X, and there's like these common denominators of like maybe you're from like a lower class system. You're young unable to talk man, about, yeah. you're a young mm-hmm. black man, you're unable to talk about your emotions. Like yeah. all these things are creating you into the actions that you are. Regardless, you took upon yourself to do those actions. Yeah, mm-hmm. but obviously, yeah. There's such, there are yeah. social aspects. He's not a unique character. Mm-hmm. There's a million of these guys that are roaming around There's the There's a streets. machine that's creating these people. Yeah. yeah. But like, you know what I mean? And it's a social system. So yeah. I think that, yeah. yeah, as far as like, I mean, you guys know from that episode that I do separate the artists. Or sorry, I don't separate the artists from this art, right? So I yeah, don't yeah, yeah. support artists who are doing bad things. I don't believe in like giving my coin to someone who is like taking that power because money is power, and if yeah. you're giving power to someone mm-hmm. who is doing wrong things, and that just mm-hmm. you know 
that you don't trust the it. person so why would you want to empower them exactly you know I mean? and that's completely valid yeah. yeah and so that's what i always argue in these and like why would you change if you're still you're still up you're still doing like i don't know if you guys saw this but r kelly has like three of his albums like skyrocketed on the charts yeah. on itunes last night i'm like after this like special air that was talking about all the shit he's done it's like why do you because yeah i feel like his people? his his generation of followers i feel like are a lot of people that are a lot older and that they could they could they could care less. A lot yeah. of them could care less, and it, until it be it, until it becomes a problem in their household, then it's like you know what I mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. I need to watch the special, but I think that someone also I saw tweets about it. How Aaliyah's mom was slut shaming her. I don't know if this is like if you guys heard about it. Basically, there was she was slut shaming her, and she was saying like this was all Aaliyah's fault. Even as the mom, like from generations ago, like, she yeah, was like, blaming Aaliyah. Because like, that's how R. Kelly was, like, right? this polarizing figure. So I think that, yeah, like, generation, you know? as we get older, like, the ideas of what we think is wrong do shift, right? Mm-hmm. So at the time, R. Kelly... They could be calling us, like, they, these are just a bunch of, like, you know, just a bunch of hoes that mad they didn't get on from <laughs> R. Kelly. Now they're they coming out talking about, nobody cared about this back then. Why are you bringing it up now? Like, yeah. that's how people think. Yeah. 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 Anyways, yeah, we could talk about this. For literal ever and we ever. already I'm have so sad. A, we have another a different hour podcast on this and <laughs> yeah so if you want to listen to more of this like type of discussion listen to that podcast because we talk about it for an hour yeah and if you guys want Emmanuel back on the podcast he brought up the idea of truth or drink so if you feel like Emmanuel is already funny <laughs> you might just have to die if you see this episode <laughs> so yeah. he's just trying to get drunk yeah, yeah he's trying, trying to get Liddy in the stoop but funded by retweet I know I'm scared I don't know how like, I don't, but I don't trust I myself yeah I, I, start, like I get loose lipped when I'm yeah. when I'm, I'm trying yeah. to say just slithering like inside the mic but yeah thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode all of the manuals information is going to be in the link below unfortunately we don't have music to drop in the link underneath sorry but just follow manual guys i know that it sounds really dumb for us to have a musician not share their music with you but trust me it's totally going to be worth the wait we wouldn't just be saying that um yeah we actually enjoy his music we really really we do not bring people on here that we don't like Thank that we don't you. like we don't care we don't like their shit yeah yeah like, we don't care enough we're not gonna go out we've been begging emmanuel to on this podcast by the way yeah i came i saw my conquered. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah thank you guys so much for listening make sure you guys are actually following us on soundcloud please, make sure that number like, is going please up. please follow us like i it just the numbers don't add up why do we have a certain amount of plays and we don't have the same amount of followers we tell you make guys it this every week make it make sense we tell you guys this every week please um if you listen on apple Podcasts, please leave a review because that is how um those algorithms work is through reviews um so yeah leave us a review you don't have to like type anything but like at least put like the star rating um so yeah at least we can like be found in other people's uh, suggested and everything like that yeah, thank you guys so much. Do you have any closing words, Manuel? You girls are easy to talk to. <laughs> I love it. Show them some love. <laughs> <laughs> Please follow us. Um, all of our socials are in the link. Yeah, um, for sure. And, yeah, YouTube's coming soon. YouTube is coming soon, guys. I'm really sorry. We actually tried to do YouTube um, this episode. My card was full. I'm an idiot. Um, Drag Lydia. Yeah. Drag Lydia. Drag me the it's comments. It's not my fault. I tried. But my SIM card will be clear. You know, I just had old YouTube content, so. Yeah. Also, um, 
plug for the YouTube channel. Yeah. She has just dropped a new video, so make sure you guys go see me in cornrows dancing to Jay-Z. It would help me a lot a lot. <laughs> bigger than me. Longer than me. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>